This podcast contains explicit content. What it do? What it is, soul brother? What's going on, eh? This podcast is hardly focused. What's going on, man? About it. Dissecting the news one tangent at a time. When there's nothing left to burn, you have to set yourself on fire. Welcome, one and all, to Hardly Focused with the holy trifecta of Mike Tarara, Nate Fillers, Jack Hill. Ah. You can get us at hardlyfocused.com. You can get us on your favorite podcast app. You can get us on YouTube. Just search all of those fine places for Hardly Focused. Because remember, that's the name of the show. What? Who? What? My name Uh. is... Mace Windu. Motherfuckers. Uh, Mike Tarara, how are you? Doing okay. Not too bad. Good. Uh, Nate, how are you? I'm okay. Nate, I, I will respect your privacy, <laughs> but I know you're a working man now. How's that going? Oh, it's really, uh, it's really something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something. I, it's, uh, I, I work in uh, the wedding industry and not, not stressful at all. Very. Everybody's always very calm. Uh, the the day doesn't have to go perfectly, um, and something has to go right. Like that. It's it's just really relaxed. Uh, my experience with weddings being in several and then occasionally in my own. Uh, yeah. No, absolutely calm. Never a disaster. Everything goes always everything goes, goes perfect. Everything, yeah, everything always goes going to plan. And the women, especially, uh, good golly, the calmest in the room, all of them, from the yeah. from the brides to the bridal party to the mothers. Yeah, it's it's real peaceful. Yeah, um, I've been in. I I actually have been enjoying it though, because like, it, there's never a dull moment, so that's at least good. Like I, I've worked too many jobs where you have too much time to just like think yeah like like retail jobs when like you're waiting for customers to come in that's like the worst you're like all right well i have i really have nothing to do but like just stand here and think about my life or, or even like oh my god even being a shelf jockey too like you, yeah you have time to think just when it's just you and uh whatever it is you're putting on the shelves or straightening yeah on the roots. so i will say the funny thing about um having a job is that as soon as I got a job, I immediately got COVID. Ah, like, there's like a conspiracy about like, like the people who don't get COVID don't have jobs. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, that's or uh, maybe I'm not. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because you were. It was amazing how you went as long as you did without catching it, despite all of your fears and insecurities, and then you finally got it. It finally happened. I won I, the the ending to Breakfast Club. <laughs> Don't you forget yeah. to go pee? It was exactly, before you go to bed. Yeah, it was exactly as everybody described it. Like you, you're just fine, and then all of a sudden you get hit by a truck, and you're like, ah, everything sucks. Yeah, that's right now. My girlfriend has it, so are, are you, we're, we're hanging out. You might hear her coughing. Are you that's in the fine. same? Just wear a mask. Are you in the same room with her? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's fine because like you just had it, and I'm you're not taking 
Pexlovid or whatever it is, Palvoxid. Yeah, I'm I'm essentially boosted. So yeah. I don't I don't so, know. Yeah, that's my story. He's boosted. He's full five G. Did you hear that? Yeah. Or maybe I'll get it again. I don't really fucking care. <laughs> it's like, hey, Mike. I mean, it sucked. It yeah. was really bad. But like you know, like I'm uh, I I've been there. I've done that. Like I had a fever of like 102. Oh, uh, like not 103. So close. <laughs> I was working on it. Got a fever of 103. I could have been a contender. You could have been a contender. Uh, well, I'm happy you're, you're feeling better, Nate. Uh, I Thank hope, you. I hope uh, the lady gets well soon. I'm sure she will appreciate that. Hey, lady. Oh, uh, by the way, I took it. Well, actually, uh, it, do you guys want to vamp for like 30 seconds while I go and grab my COVID test? Yeah, <laughs> sure. All right. Oh, I, <laughs> what day and age is it you have to grab and gloat about a COVID test? Is he the one that's special because he got three lines? He's got super COVID. Ooh, I'm excited. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't he know what to expect. It's, he thinks it's, it's a COVID test. It's a pregnancy test. Pregnancy <laughs> ah, that's, that's exactly what it is. Well, guys, if a guy pees on it, if a guy pees on a pregnancy test, he comes back positive. He's yeah. got like a certain form of cancer. I think is that what it is? I can't remember. It's is that weird. true? Yeah, I think I'll oh, look wow. it up while Jack explains. Is I don't care about my COVID thing. Uh, I'm pregnant. Sweet twins. What does that say? Triplet, triplets. Negative, right? The one line's negative. Uh, yeah. Cool. I don't have COVID. Sweet. Oh, that's that was anticlimactic. <laughs> I, I, every time I test for it, uh, it comes back negative. Uh, Mike, I was going to say real quick, when uh, she turns five, you got to start calling your daughter 5G. You've got to remind me in two years. I, I'll, tr- I'll do it. I'll try my best. Hey, uh, in one year, 4G. Man, it doesn't really roll into 5Gs, but you know. Oh, five, four, no one cared about 4G. No. It's that always sounded like porn to me. 5G? 4G. 4G? 4G, yeah. Yeah. yeah so An orgy with just four people. Yeah, 4G. Yeah. I like oh, that. Man, we were having an amazing 4G the other night. Yeah. 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 Giggity. Uh, well, I tested positive for not having COVID. <laughs> I fucked that up. I, didn't, I do not have COVID. Uh, after spending the last several days in Chicago for Riot Fest. That is incredible. did get hepatitis C. I, hey. did, I did not use the, the Portageons all that, that much while I was there. So it, it, you know, he peed that was Chicago, paper. right? That was in Chicago, correct. Dude, I, I did you see somebody that looked like me? I saw a lot Always. of people that looked like you. Okay, because like you were I, I checked out your uh, YouTube channel and you posted uh sunny day real estate yes uh my brother sent me a photo of sunny day real estate from the same exact angle dude we're standing right next to him really oh no shit i was thinking about how dan horner from sunny day real estate looks just like you dude he's got like the big poofy curly hair and the beard and he actually sounds like you too oh interesting yeah yeah no i my my brother showed me a picture of and and i was like dude it's the same distance on the stage and the same angle you were, you guys were right next to each other now i gotta what, think what are the odds I, I gotta think becky for sleuthing for me but i showed up in a couple of like uh, videos that riot fest and bands were posting because i was able to get right up against the barricade for four different bands cool 
I've never been able to do that before. Like and yeah. and uh, holy shit, what an experience! Dude, I've done that once for a band that I like called Protest a Hero, and somebody pushed me to the point where the lead singer of the number 12 looks like you thought I was trying to get on stage. So he like grabbed my hand and like pulled me on stage and I didn't know the number 12 looks like you. And I was like scared that he was like going to put his arm around me and have me like sing with him. So I like immediately jumped off the stage and that's how I first stage dive. So like go to the front at your own risk, I suppose. It totally depends on the band. Um, By far the, toughest was Alexis on fire. Like, I can't believe I got as close as I did for that, but that was an immediate ass kicking. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, Concerts are fun. Sunny day real estate. Uh, I don't understand how people were moshing for sunny day real estate, but they were doing it. Huh? (laughs) I don't know. I can't imagine. (laughs) I I mean, seven is kind of cool. Like I heard they opened with seven. So, uh yeah, but I saw I saw them I saw them twice. I went to the uh okay. Metro. They did an after show at the Metro. And yeah. uh, I saw them there too. So uh they did open with seven. Um William Goldsmith playing with an injury. Uh they 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 were supposed to close with in circles and he couldn't do it. So that's why I posted it on my my no, own YouTube channel. Finished in squares. And uh yeah, he it, the guy's a trooper. He was hurting. He finished the whole show. They- I thought they went from seven to in circles at riot fest. They did at oh, okay. the Metro. They didn't, they changed uh-huh. up the set. See, my brother did go, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I proved it. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, uh, for both of them, I got very close for bleachers and the yeah, yeah, yeah's. And then I got up against the barricade again for Jawbox and Jimmy eat world. Is there actually a band called Up Against the Barricade? Because I feel like it was at that concert. Uh, that is a, a, a really good question, actually. I think there's a band called, isn't there a band called Against the Current? Dude, there's a band for everything. Have you ever tried to name a band? It is impossible. It's like if you're like, let's just call ourselves the Jibble Wibbles and, or Fart McStankins or whatever. You're like, dude, those are bands. Is there? I'm sure of it. I just so I, I open up my iPad. I get a text from Becky. It just says posture. It's all it says. Is there a band called Posture? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Like literally anything these days. I, and I'm not even looking it up. I'm just going to tell you that there definitely is a band. Oh, uh, there is a band. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. There's, there's probably a band called Hardly Focused. <laughs> oh, if there is, there'd be a court case of Bruin. Yep. Uh. Yeah, Riot Fest, absolutely fun. Packed. Focused is a band, but not hardly focused, I don't think. Oh. A very cromulent band. Well, gentlemen, you know what we got to do. A very cromulent band featuring Nate Nice. (laughs) Nice, thank you. Uh, Yeah, Riot Fest uh, Friday was a mess uh, because My Chemical Romance headlined, and it was just nothing but... The Black Parade? It was just nothing but, like, goth teenagers... And uh, it, it was just a madhouse. Uh, I think they oversold for that day. I didn't. I didn't stay for them. I, the only headline I stayed for was Nine Inch Nails. That's worth it. I have videos for. I guess to both of you, I, I took them for Mike, but I'll share them with you too, Nate. I just have to find out how. <laughs> My phone's not letting me send them, but uh, I. 
Now, I, I wanted to leave the, the exodus, even leaving like early. There was always uh, some degree of exodus, obviously, when the headliner finishes, then leaving and trying to find any sort of transport back to wherever it is you're staying would be near impossible. So uh, I didn't stay for all of Nine Inch Nails' set, but uh, I, I stayed uh, through Piggy. Okay. Uh, about three fourths of the set. Okay. I was very once, far back too. Once so. you hear Hurt, you know it's the last song. That's all you have to worry about. I Hurt and Hand It Feeds, and those are the last two on the set. And I, uh, as much as I wanted to see them, I'm like, I can't, if there's no way I'd be getting home or getting back to my my hostel if if I stay for the whole set. So, uh, but I didn't stay for MCR because I just saw them uh, as I was leaving too. So they Bleachers, you know, a lot of the bands were like overlapping with one another. So Bleachers is set finished. Uh, during MCR's, I think, second song. And as I'm leaving, Gerard Way, who was dressed as an old Russian woman wearing a babushka and a skirt, as you do, is telling the crowd that they're not going to play again until everyone takes three steps back, which nice. is never a good sign. So I. That's interesting. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was no point. They don't want to pull a Travis Scott. Is that why? Yeah. Oh, everyone's petrified about that now. <laughs> Oh yeah, for, yeah for that's the, not the good thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember back in the day. Was it? Was it the? Was it Dave Grohl? I can't remember. Like he stopped. He's like, you know, lift the. You know, there was a guy that fell in the in the pit. He's like, hey, lift the guy up. Lift the guy up. Is that Dave Grohl? Sounds like something. Dave I remember a band that stopped. They were, or it was was it Lincoln Park? And they they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You know, the guy wasn't getting up. He's like, whoa, stop the pit. Bring him up. Bring him up. And then he started from where they left off. I'm like. That does sound super familiar, but I can't remember yeah. what band it was. Yeah, uh, I know, like you know, the Who and Pearl Jam. There, there have been cases of like crowd surges and people getting trampled to death. And in the Travis Scott thing, it just happened last year. So uh, there's a, a great video of the Oasis playing. I think at like Wembley or O2, like one of those big open air arenas in the UK. And right, like a minute into their first song during that tour which is supposed to be like a big like epic climactic uh intro uh happy 50th birthday to liam gallagher by the way uh tomorrow. oh happy birthday tomorrow um they st- <laughs> they stopped the song and blue balled the crowd because there was a surge happening and they like there's a like we're going to leave the stage if people don't step the fuck back and that's that that's a crowd, yeah that's a crowd Musicians of like, are badass <laughs> that's a crowd of like sixty thousand too so um uh, Misfits with Glenn Danzig. I saw. I, I stayed for one song. I just want to be able to say I saw it, and I did. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, but uh, I'd say Friday. Friday, the festival itself was a mess. But seeing Sunny Day at the Metro afterwards was cool. I'm still wearing the medical bracelet that they gave everybody to get in. <laughs> uh, Friday was low key, but. Get my ass kicked at Alexis on Fire is worth it. Sunday, I'd say, was the best. Uh, I've always wanted to see Jawbox. Very happy I got to see them finally. Jimmy Eat World was uh, Bleachers and Jimmy Eat World. Holy shit. That was an experience. But to, you ever watch like music uh, videos of like festivals and just like the crowd, just see, seeing the shots of like the endless sea of the crowd? Now, it, me standing in front of all that while there's just, uh, just an endless crowd surfing going on that was that's one of those cathartic moments it will just like it's never gonna leave my memory it that's was good oh man so you got your money's worth 
Absolutely. I'm 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 in so much debt now. I'm so poor because the concessions are not Same. cheap. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Work the wedding industry. <laughs> well, as long as you can work the OnlyFans industry and make any money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was all told, uh, all told a very good weekend. I saw Taking Back Sunday again. At this point, I'm just seeing him by accident. It's like, oh, Taking Back Sunday's play. I guess I'll watch guess Taking so. Back Sunday. Okay, <laughs> cool. Hey, cute with that E. <laughs> uh, Bad Religion was graves. Got COVID last time I saw them. Um. Oh, and then even better. Yeah, uh, I saw Rocket from the Crypt. Uh, Mike Shu, big Rocket from the Crypt fan, so I sent him a video. And uh, I saw Fear for like a song. Fear, I guess, is legendary. Uh, the only song I I know by Fear them. is legendary. I believe it's Fear. It's a, it's a song called "The Mouth Don't Stop," which, which is fantastic. <laughs> if you're a misogynist. Uh, yeah, there was a lot that I didn't see, but there's just so much going on that, um, you couldn't really miss it because it wasn't like you were missing out. Correct. Yeah. There, there was stuff that there's some stuff I wish I, I could have seen, but what can you do? And to top it all off, uh, as I was leaving, ice cube was performing. I completely forgot ice cube was going to be there. What? I fucking told you about that. But uh, uh, like while Nine Inch Nails is playing, like Nine Inch Nails, oh yeah, oh, yeah, you, yeah, 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 that's sensory deprivation right there. Like as I'm leaving, I hear Ice Cube, and I just oh, as I'm like walking away in his stage, he's just getting drowned out by by Trent. So as I walk by his stage, all all of a sudden I just hear yeah, yay! I'm like oh shit, Cube's here, and nothing was better than leaving the festival for the last time as it was a good day is playing. Please tell me you saw Guar. No, because they played on the stage. It was on the complete opposite end of the festival during one of the many other bands that I was there to see. Sorry. I think they played either during Bleachers or uh, oh. Sunny Day. So That's fair. I mean, Guar is just fun. Isn't there like no one of the original Guar lineup left? I think there's like one I or think two so. Guars. There, there's a couple of Guar- Guarers left. Warriors, <laughs> but the singer, like the original singer, is dead, right? Yeah, they, uh, it was. Yeah. Yes, it's right after the guitarist was it was odorous, odorous among, yeah, odorous among us. Yeah, I was gonna say fungus among us, but that's not right. Slightly <laughs> so different. You went Saturday and Sunday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, Saturday. Yeah, I went all three days. Do you see placebo? They dropped out. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they Dumb. they they dropped out and were replaced by, I believe, by the real thing. <laughs> I believe Sparta replaced them, and I saw Sparta. I love Sparta. You get it because they were called placebo, and I said they were replaced by the real thing because it's funny because like placebo is not a real thing. But see, the thing yeah. is, I kept talking because I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Bauhaus is supposed to play too. They dropped out. Go 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 Bordello, which I'll never be able to say in one try. Because it's it, you, everybody thinks it's go go Bordello. It's it's go goal. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and they were one of those bands playing at the same time as I think maybe Jimmy E World, some other band that I was I was looking forward to seeing. Uh, oh, Slater Kenny, my word, Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. <laughs> that would be, Letter Kenny would be cool to see again. I'll tell you that. 
Uh, Slater Kinney always wanted to see them. They uh, absolutely fantastic. Nice. Carrie Brownstein, Corinne Tucker. Goddamn. Did you see Yellow Card <laughs> for one song? Nice. What song? Uh, twenty-three. Okay. Hey, I say what you will about Yellow Card. Their songs were written really well. That so they played Ocean Avenue in full, and that is a very good album. I've seen them play it in full before, so like, what the fuck ever. Um, yeah, they're they're pretty rough live, but like overall, as <laughs> they're song, rough live. They are rough. I live. mean, yeah, it's yeah. It, I mean, one of the dudes plays a violin, and he also moves around a lot, and you know, he always no, does. Um, what's her name, Lindsay? Buckingham. Um, that the, 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 the <laughs> violinist that dances and plays. Oh, Lindsey Sterling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He, he's no Lindsey Sterling. Oh yeah, you, uh, you're talking he, about he, Sean, like, fucks up a lot, but Sean I mean, Mackin. dude. Yeah. He but he does backflips off the amps though. So. Yeah, he does cool shit. It's fine. I don't. I don't. It's like if you move, if you stand still, the violin is hard to play. See, so. problem problem with Yellow Card is that their drummer, uh, LP, left the band like eight years ago. And yeah, he was, was cool. like, he's irreplaceable. So the drummer from Amberlin performed with them. Uh, I saw uh, them as well uh, on Friday, but uh, he's just like, he, like he's their go-to mm-hmm. drummer, but he's no, he's no LP man, dude. He was a beast. It's like trying to replace Travis Barker with anyone who was in Travis Barker. Yeah, he's, I mean, like I said, they're good musicians and a, a lot of their songs are really well written. They're just like, they just got that cheese factor that kind of destroyed them. Right. Uh, I don't know if that's just a one-off show that they're doing or they, they haven't said anything about performing again. So I caught them at Warp Tour. That's how I know they're rough live. That was the last time I saw them before they broke up was Warp Tour. Yeah. Maybe I was right next to you, just like my brother was at Riot Fest. <laughs> be hilarious if I was talking to your brother and I didn't even realize it was him. You could have. Axe cousin Melissa was there. I didn't even realize that. And she like she has like unicorn hair. Oh, she she actually yeah. stands out in a crowd. I'm surprised I didn't run into her at any point in those three days. Oh, so uh, in typical me fashion, I stopped by the Q101 tent, which is a alt rock station in Chicago, which just oh uh, god like. This month, I think, got the Q101 name back. That's that was like their. Uh, I guess there was like a lengthy court battle to be able to have that name because uh, they Why? like they they flipped formats like ten years ago, uh, and uh, the old owners of the station uh, kept the kept the name, kept the intellectual property, so they couldn't call themselves Q101. And then the station got resurrected um, on the same frequency. But only recently can they call themselves Q101. Uh, uh, man, that was Man Cow Station for a long time. Um, but anyway, and that's a Q101 tent. And uh, in that same cluster is 97.9, which used to be The Loop, which became K-Love. What else become K- became K-Love recently? Oh. oh, yeah. Why do you have to hurt me like that? They were actually... So you? so you know what? Oh. You know what those stupid assholes that odyssey never ever thought to do you know when people come up to our our uh tent or our table whatever oh, can i get a t-shirt like yeah we'll sell you one for 30 bucks damn because they were they, they were making money and they were selling loop t-shirts for they were selling t-shirts for a station that's not even on the air anymore so well, that's I, what makes it cool yeah so i bought a loop shirt and i told them 
uh, I get, I was getting my back. I'm like, yo, I worked for a radio station in Boston that also became K love. And that like everyone's ears just perked up. So we were just sharing stories of yeah. like the, cause they, the, the loop had a similar thing. They got to do like a three day long send off and AF did the same exact thing. So, uh, you know what you got to do, Jack, you got to sell those talk radio meltdown shirts now. <laughs> yeah, like all three of them that I still have. <laughs> I, I don't think Talk Radio Meltdown got bought up by Caleb though, so I don't think it worked. Mm, you don't know. <laughs> Caleb does do a lot of stuff. <laughs> I do. Okay, that's so, the power of Jesus and anime on their side. <laughs> dude, I'm sitting. I'm in a cab. I'm taking. No, I'm taking an Uber. I'm taking an Uber to uh, the festival on Saturday, and my driver, like, he had on 97.9 for like a minute. I, I think even the driver realized, oh, I'm listening to the wrong station. Whatever's playing ended and you know, because it's a national network, you know, it's not it's not local to any city. So whatever the, you know, national midday DJ was just like back sells whatever shit was playing. And then like, today we're going to be talking about the Sabbath. And that was it. That was the fucking Click. break. <laughs> like, oh, great. Well, oh, 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 it must be Sunday. Cool. Mm-hmm. Are they going to take it back? Fucking. And I, and I bet you they're pulling like a five share in the city, too. So anyway, that was. I don't care. Those fucking assholes. No. I'm sure it's not a not profit, too. So what we're trying to say is there is no God. I think belief is believing stuff, whatever. Do your own thing. But fucking the as soon practice as you take my rock radio dumb. station. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, at least Q101 came back and they were they were pushing uh, the Smashing Pumpkins playing at the Metro tonight, which is a big deal because the Metro is like the size of the Paradise, uh, if not wow. smaller. Yeah. So for a band, well, band like that Green Day just played there. They were doing the after shows for Riot Fest with so Jimmy Eat World and Sunny Day Real Estate. They got the Pumpkins tonight. Like, uh, that's a great venue, too, by the way. I'm happy that I, I got to check that out. So, all right. Uh, so that was... In a nutshell, my weekend. I had COVID. I don't remember what the fuck I did that weekend. Well, there you go. I was working a wedding. That's yeah. what I was doing. Hey, I, th- th- this weekend was actually, it was too eventful for me. Too eventful. I'm happy. I, I, had, I had too much fun. I had too much fun. <laughs> a little too much fun. Um, oh, okay. So I'm in my hotel room and it's, oh God, what night? I think it was Sunday night or maybe Saturday night. And, uh, oh, it's definitely, definitely Saturday night. And then the room next to me, absolute fucking going on. And it was, it was loud and you could tell it. I I could tell when it was over too. Cause then for a solid, like 10 seconds, all I could just hear was, all told, it was like two minutes. It was really yeah, fast. Apparently, but... two minutes is all you need. <laughs> but it was like, uh, I'm texting Becky. I'm like, yo, the people next to me are absolutely fucking right now. Uh, and I'm like, I don't. Room 708 books. And she just goes, she's like, are you turned on? <laughs> <laughs> so, but here, so uh, yesterday, so Monday, Monday morning, it's like six o'clock in the morning and I'm, I'm checking out early. And from the room next door emerge the sweetest elderly couple. Oh, they were so nice. 
we, we exchanged pleasantries on the on the elevator ride down and oh they were just so nice and i'm like oh god i hope I it was make sure that new hip worked i hope it wasn't you that i heard oh good lord in heaven it was it oh, was man. spoiler alert because whoever was. was whoever was jackhammering at the end goddamn <laughs> old people they they're horny as fuck Ugh, I'm surprised there wasn't a pineapple hanging on front, like a pineapple sign hanging on front of the door. Uh, they took it down earlier that morning. <laughs> yeah, there was. um Oh, well, I think Fiddler on the Roof was playing like down the street. There's an opera house down the street from where I was staying. I was downtown. I was like two blocks away from the Sears Tower. Downtown. Uh, and the, the opera got out Saturday night because it was just uh, it was a, it was like the old people's riot fest. Well, they, you're the people next to you had their own riot fest going on. <laughs> yeah. At least they were fucking. At least those were the only sounds that I heard. All right. That's true. Let's regroup and let's talk about. Well, that was supposed to be the warm up, but that should just be its own segment. Let's regroup oh, and we'll, we'll talk about the worst uh, leak to happen in the video game industry. Uh, we'll be back. Stick around. Work that second to death. Come on now. Work that second to death. Hardly focused. This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focused. Let's begin the show by starting it. Howdy, duty. Welcome to Hardly Focused. I believe that's the name of the show, right? Yes, Hardly Focused. Mike Gerard, Nate Fillers, Jack Gill. You can go to hardlyfocused.com on your favorite podcast app. On YouTube, just search for Hardly Focused. Oh, shit. Uh, Saturday night, all I wanted to do was go to sleep because it was 3 o'clock in the morning, and I was in Chicago, so I was an hour behind. So for me, it was 4 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I, I go on Reddit you know, as I'm falling asleep, and I see a post. The top post on Reddit for my own homepage was on the gaming leaks and rumors subreddit and it was titled something like uh the the most likely or most plausible uh, leak for grand theft auto 6 just happened and i and i go into it and uh i'm i'm looking just at images of grand theft auto 6 actual images of a game that is exists but has not actually been announced yet and it was not just like screenshots of the game. It was literally like, a you know, from a developer's build. Because the screen is just covered in code and there's like little pop ups, warning pop ups and this that, and the other thing. And uh, it, it, there it was. So the next morning now, it, by the time like the next morning, every outlet is reporting on it. And what happened is. So Uber got hacked last week Hmm. and there's a big security breach. So the individual or group that has purported to have hacked Uber hacked their way into rockstar games. Are are they, is, is this like, Oh, we're going from A to B to C or is it just seemingly random? I'd say seemingly random, just seeing what they could breach and get into. Rockstar Games is definitely, uh, I mean, they're known for their secretiveness and really trying to keep things under wraps. They've they've certainly never suffered anything like this before. But 
I guess what happened is the hacker got onto uh, one of the various Rockstar studios. I can't remember if it's their Toronto studio or the one that they have out in India, but they were able to get into their Slack instance, like hack into an employee's Slack account. And then from there, just had a field day and they were able to access pretty much everything that they could for Grand Theft Auto 6. So uh, they then promptly went and dumped it all on the internet. Three, almost four gigs worth of uh, images and videos. And we got our first glimpse at Vice City circa 2022. Yeah. And now we're not going to get it until 2025. (laughs) That sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) I now I don't know if it's actually going to take place in 22 I'm, I'm saying it's like it's present day. It's not 1980s Vice City. We've we've only yeah. ever seen Vice City in the 80s. So to see what it looks like in the present day is interesting. So the, the first reactions are, oh, this is a really good fan mod. This is all fake. And very quickly that was being disproven. There is no way this was fake. Like yeah. there there are some good modders out there. Like look at Skyrim. Look at Fallout. This was too good to be a mod. So there's one scene or one video in particular of uh, the so I backtrack here. So so Bloomberg, uh, Jason Schreer, who writes for Bloomberg, used to write for Kotaku. This is the guy that like if it's coming from Jason Schreer, then, you know, it's legit. He's he's, in my opinion, one of the most reputable, most trusted sources in the video game industry. And uh, he had posted months ago, and Mike, you and I talked about this extensively, that uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 would take place in Vice City. It would include two playable characters, a male and a female. It would be sort of based on Bonnie and Clyde. And everything that we saw in the leaks, in the videos and the screenshots, confirmed all of that. So the main character... Yep. The main character is a guy named Jason, a lady named Lucia. And the first video I saw was Jason talking to a very redneck looking man, much like myself, because I got burned the fuck at uh, Jimmy Eat World. You pasted oh, got vitamin D. I did. This is why I guess the one part of my neck I forgot. To <laughs> I am burnt. Uh, yeah, it's Jason talking to a, a redneck NPC and the guy's talking about like the government and Democrats and like everything you would expect to hear from an NPC in a Grand Theft Auto game. And that's how I knew it was legit because A, it was like professionally voice acted and B, no one is this clever to write. No modder can write something that clever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no modder. No one. So uh, and then the next uh, video that I saw um well, here, here it is from Kotaku. Kotaku actually sums it up better than I could. So they said in one, now I'm, I'm kind of recapping what I just said here, but they say, quote, in one, in one video, a white male playable character, that's Jason, encounters a racist NPC by poolside. And as the conversation transpires, you can see the code required for the interaction playing out alongside the in-game action. Uh, the woman character, Lucia, explores one of the series' infamous strip clubs, which would be a first, having, having a playable woman uh, in any Rockstar game. Uh, which I'm hoping the strip club is either going to be the pole position or the Malibu club. Hey, why not both? They're both in there. They're both from Vice City. If if we can actually go in and explore them, man, that'd be great. 
Uh, and then they go on and say, this is the other uh, video I saw. Um, one of the more complete videos uploaded shows both characters partnering up to rob a diner, holding the patrons at gunpoint before police arrive. Uh, uh, if any of you motherfuckers move, I'm going to execute every last money. <laughs> Be cool, honey bunny. <laughs> I love you, pumpkin. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> cool. This is robbery. <laughs> Uh, that looked very Grand Theft Auto-ish. It, I will say, I mean, you know, sort of the, the sort of controversies coming out is because everyone on the internet is a fucking moron. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Gave it away. And they know full well this is an alpha build of the game and they're complaining about like what it looks like right now. And what they're looking at is a, a build of the game that is confirmed to be at least two years old at this point. So... Uh, yeah, the game is not going to look like this when it comes out. It's it's using just a lot of stuff in there that I think they're just reusing assets from GTA five as placeholders. But um, at minimum, though, it looks like, you know, it looks like Grand Theft Auto five. Like you could really improve from Grand Theft Auto five. So it looks visually very similar to that. Uh, but Mike, I sent to you a photo of Lucia on the Vice City Strip there on Washington Beach. Yes, you did. What did you think of that? Uh, quite nice. Quite nice. Very excited to be uh, cruising up and down the strip again to V-Rock. Oh, my God. Yes, I need V-Rock. I need some hardcore, just heavy metal. I need to be able to get... I, I need a cheat code just so I can get some rocket launches right out of the way and just like, hmm. Yep. Get a, a nice fast car and just cruise up and down until I die. <laughs> Interesting to see what they because VROC will be in it, but it, it'll be interesting to see like what they'll put on it. I don't know if it'll be like the classic rock station and it has like all the same like bands, if not even just the same songs from Vice, the, the original. Oh, that would be awesome. That was the uh, Laszlo still on the radio. I, okay, that's a good question because Laszlo left Rockstar after Red Dead Redemption 2 came out. So I wouldn't be, I'd be shocked if he was actually in six. Yeah, like if they just like bring him on to just like do voice lines but he's he used to write all of the like the radio station stuff he used to do all of that so that's going to be sorely missing oh i would love it if that was my job just like come with with the radio stuff from grand theft auto so it's like my city was so good i i know he did like a lot of the scripts and stuff but when it came to the actual production part of it like i, I heard this from my my buddy jeff berlin who uh, is like you recognize his voice if you heard it and he's in every Grand Theft Auto game he's actually if you see the watch any of the trailers for any of the Grand Theft Auto games and the voice at the end it's like Grand Theft Auto Voice City coming out October whatever that's him that's Jeff but he told me when uh, 5 came out because I sent him like hey you did a great job with this because he's I forget what station it is in 5 but he's he's like hey thanks yeah they make me do all this stuff myself <laughs> He has to do all the production. He has to do all the imaging. He had, like they they don't just like throw it to him. Like it's all him that does it. So, damn. But that's a job. It it is a job. Yeah, I mean it's worth it, right? Like, I guess that's a really good gig to have. Mm-hmm. That sounds it, sounds it. You're only gonna get paid like a flat rate, though. You're not gonna you're not gonna make any residuals, residuals. or anything. Yeah. Which I think is something that's gonna need to change in the next uh, five to ten years. <laughs> They're going to need to and just be like, all right, you want residuals. We'll give you residuals. 
It, but it's gonna, it's gonna be an issue. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a boiling point some sometime soon. I mean, the, the economy overall is gonna be a boiling point. <laughs> yeah, in the next few years. So, well, that was um, the guy that played Nico in Grand Theft Auto Four, the main character in that one. Well, that was a big point of contention for him because he only only got paid a hundred thousand dollars to play Nico, mm-hmm. but at the time, biggest selling media property ever. Yeah, exactly, that's the thing. Video games are bigger than uh, movies and music combined. Yeah, because they're both th- those industries are dying. They're basically dead at this point. Yep. Yeah, but the, the structure for at least you know protecting their workers is better. Yeah, of course. They absolutely should be getting paid uh, residuals, even if it's just like a small percentage of it. Like they should, they shouldn't just be getting like scale or whatever. Because Grand Theft One Six comes out, man, it's it's no doubt gonna sell uh, as much there, as yeah, I did. It's gonna be a billion. It's it's going to be, it's gonna reach a billion quicker than any movie ever. Yeah, five did. Five made a billion within three days of of release, and this was yeah. twenty thirteen. Yeah. I wouldn't When's be the surprised last movie if it makes it in one day. When's the last movie that's made a billion? Uh, uh, Top Gun, like Marvel, Ma- uh, Maverick. Yeah, Top Gun, Maverick. Yep. But Marvel? yeah, the other one before it was more was uh, Endgame. Yep. Okay. Yeah, Ma- Maverick was. Uh, now Spider Man didn't do it because I know now Spider Man has been re released, but Maverick was the first, if not one of the first, uh, to crack a billion post COVID. Yeah, I'm bummed I didn't see it. Uh, if you check a second run theater, you can find it. I'm sure they'll re-release it too, dude. They're they're gonna milk that for all it's worth. I mean, I hear it was amazing in the theater. So, oh, d- oh my god! And just as a film itself, holy shit! Th- yeah. Like, very rarely does a, a sequel come out so far after the last one and do just so well. And that guy that directed it, Joseph Kaczynski, uh, I think. Yeah, Joseph Kaczynski, I think is his name. He was previously best known for directing Tron Legacy. Oh, wow. What, Tron Legacy, not exactly the best film ever, but my God, it's a visual orgasm. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. And for something that came really out... really pleasing. Yeah, and that came out, what, in 2010? Yeah, Daft Punk was in it. <laughs> but, compare, but like, look at look at it now, like, the CGI, and that, like, looks archaic by today's standards, which is, like, for, like, de-aging Jeff Bridges... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, it kind of did take the retro route, but yeah, the but, de-aging. But that guy, like he, Kaczynski, man, he's direct, he, he likes to do sequels to films decades after the last one and make a lot of money doing so. Uh, hey, Top Gun, that came out the same year Vice City takes place, 1986. Everything's connected. <laughs> Uh, Nate, if I remember correctly, and you can only do this in Grand Theft Auto 3, but you enjoyed playing that uh, with the camera in top-down mode. Mm-hmm. Why was that? Um, I don't know. Probably because like I I started with like the, the originals, and the originals were top-down. Sure. And it just like felt like more like the game. Like, I don't know. It was just like a choice, I guess. I don't. Or maybe I didn't know it could other do other things. We'll, <laughs> we'll go with we'll go with the fact that I wanted to go with okay. the original aesthetic. 
Well, look, not that I didn't know that it changed. <laughs> so look, look, you say that, but uh, when well, let me, Mike, when Fallout Three, the first time you played Fallout Three, how long did it take you to find out that there was a map? Um, I think I found out pretty fucking quick. Okay. Uh, because I probably like I, I got the physical I got the physical co- physical copy of it, so it comes with like the actual like instruction manual, and I read through it because I wanted to read everything in it, not because it was an instruction. Wow. I just wanted to like, imbr- and I was like, oh, oh, there's a map key. Okay, whatever, fine. But I was like, I, I think I found it that way. You know, is it M? No, uh, probably. Yeah. Or it might be tab because you got pulled. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 t- yeah, yeah. Tab. That's right. That's pip, just like Diablo. Yeah. Well, because it's like, it's not super. You, you can change the hotkeys all you want, man. Yeah, but it's not super intuitive to find because first you got to pull up the pit boy and then you got to cycle through yep. a couple of uh, sections before you then see the map options. And then there's local map and then world map. Like eventually you'll get it. But uh, so uh, both Ak and Kate almost gave up on Fallout like right from the start because they didn't realize there's a map. And I was like you, Mike, I, f- I figured that out really fast, but they didn't. And they were like, I don't like this game because I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I'm like, did you look at the map? And like, what map? <laughs> like, hey, Nate, did you know you can change the camera angle in Grand Theft Auto 3? <laughs> uh, yes, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't mind. I really like the top down view because you could see like wh- who was coming and everything like that. And like it was driving was easier. And yeah. I mean, it took me a while to get used to it when I played Vice City, but I eventually learned to like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I'm still like because I started with three, so like I'm not I'm not used to the the top down. Uh, Chinatown Wars is top down, and that is um, I just like I like that game, but I just can't get used to playing it just exclusively top down. So um, yeah, in terms of video game leaks this is uh for for gta 6 i mean they haven't even confirmed it's called gta 6 we're all calling it gta 6 but they they for all what i'm hoping that they do is that they drop the grand theft auto name entirely because that would be a great test and see just call it crime (laughs) (laughs) america the game america the game I mean, what it, I mean, would they just call it Vice, like not GTA Vice City, just Vice? I just call it Vice City because everyone's yeah. going to call it like, I mean, if you call it Vice City, people are going to know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And you could even uh, take the Roman numeral six and you got you got like a, a quarter of yeah. Vice City right yeah. there. <laughs> so uh, I don't even put the word city, just put Vice with the six in there right there. Vice. Yep. Yeah. We did it. But part of the part of the uh, leak that Bloomberg reported on months ago said that the game would it wouldn't just be exclusively Vice City. It would take place in, I think, Central America too. Like there'd be some component of it that's in Central America. So, mm. which that remains to be seen. None of that was shown nor revealed in any of the leaks from uh, this past weekend. So we'll find out. But Rockstar Games did come out and on uh, Monday, so yesterday, confirmed what we all knew. They confirmed that there was a quote-unquote network intrusion. And they said 
An unauthorized third party illegally access and downloaded confidential information from our systems, including early development footage for the next Grand Theft Auto. Uh, and they also said, we do not anticipate any disruption to our live game services, nor any long-term effect on the development of our ongoing projects. Which There's is something that, that just tickles me about the fact that a crime was committed about uh, on like a game about crime <laughs> it's just, there's just something so special about that that's th- this dude has to have like at minimum five stars right now i would assume yeah because that's you stole my joke <laughs> when jack posted the story initially to me i was like i wonder how many stars he got <laughs> like for that so but then i couldn't remember if he, if it was stars or because i think in like the first two it was like jabbering police people like just going like like i think those were the first the first two were those and then they switched to stars yeah uh so starting with five actually pulled into a paint booth and he's now actually down to nothing so yeah (laughs) (laughs) and he's uh just taking uh he's taking it nice and easy for the next 30 seconds because the stars are still flashing yeah he's just rolling on the sidewalk at about five miles an hour Yep. But, but if he even looks at a cop, then those stars are coming back. Oh, yeah. So, so I don't think in five they had pain spray, uh, but they, they definitely had it in four, and they at least added challenge to it where if you went into a pain spray and there was a cop near you, they wouldn't let you in because they oh. say, hey, the cop saw you, so we're not, we're not going to help you. I'm going to be honest here, and I know I'm probably going to lose so many people by saying this but like the more realistic it became like the less like i was enjoying it because it was just like by too real life it was like it was too real life but like i remember i can't remember if it was four or if it was five uh i think it was five there was this like a whole section where you couldn't go because like if you went there like immediately the army would come out and like immediately kill you yeah it was the army it became like super hard to like do anything because it was like very realistic. And I was just like, Oh man, you can't just like, you like if you like bumped into somebody immediately, there'd be like a cop. You're like, dude, you could at least, you could run over people in vice and still be fine. Yeah. But it's been like that even since vice city. Like if you, if you set foot near, near or over the army base, then uh, you automatically get stars and they start coming after you. The only time that didn't happen was three, and that's because three didn't have that. But it happens in uh, Vice City. In, in San Andreas, it's Area 51. So if you it's a no-fly okay. zone. If you fly over that, then the, the best is flying over that in a fighter jet because then they send fighter jets after you and you can just straight up dogfight with them. Hell yeah. That was that's one of my cool. favorite things to do. Um, and then five also has... Uh, it's called Fort Zancudo. I think it's their version of Fort. I don't think it's Fort Bragg. It's whatever the, the military base is uh, north of L.A. Fort Knight. But uh, Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're, they're following the Fortnite, supposedly following the Fortnite uh, model where the game is going to release with. Like. Let's call it the vanilla version of vice city and then it will be updated over time and built up over time okay so, so like we're talking like sprinkles yeah. maybe that's how they want to do the live service thing is the they want on top and they're also trying to avoid crunch 
So they don't they want to they they want to purposely leave it unfinished and then finish it over time through updates. That's the way to do it I think these days. I think it's but it's like you said though like video game people are just so they're they're insane like about being picky about things. Yep. Like oh it's like it, you forget that this is just supposed to be entertainment. It's not supposed to be like it's like oh well you can tell that the 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 floor was fake. It's like well, <laughs> that game. Dude, people are impossible to please. This happened with The Last of Us Part Two. This happened with Red Dead Redemption Two. No Man's Sky. Look at No Man's Sky and the backlash that that got compared to where it is now. Mm-hmm. If it's not a perfect game, like immediately, it, it like it's fucked, dude. Speaking of fucked, I'm pretty sure Breath of the Wild Two is going to be fucked. Just because of the it's, anticipation, the anticipation, like everybody's building it up to like incredible. Like, I can't even imagine like it living up to everybody's expectations. I, I feel like a lot of people are going to be bummed that the way that it, the mechanics work. It had a lot of hype. Uh, Breath of the Wild initially had a lot of hype and it lived up to it. It's one of the best games ever created. Yeah, that's because we didn't have the best game ever created, and now we do. <laughs> so now it's got to live up to that. Yeah. What's Imagine it called? making like the greatest song ever, and then having to write a song after that. Yeah, you just ask Led Zeppelin, man. They did it all the time. Just ask Kings of Leon. I was, I was thinking about that the other night. Like, how do you, you know the anticipation of having a top Sex on Fire? Oh, look at uh, uh, Hozier, not Hozier. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, somebody that I used to know. That guy. Oh, Gautier? Gautier. Uh, that dude uh, didn't even try. <laughs> he put out like one of the greatest songs ever and it was just like, all right, that's I'm it. Done. I'm going back to playing drums for this obscure Australian band. See ya. <laughs> Never put out another solo album after that. That's like, um, what is it? L- LMAFO or whatever? Yeah, I saw an article about them recently. It was literally titled, What, what Happened to LMAFO? <laughs> They re- released. If I rem- I can't remember. They remember. Party rock they, was a party rock anthem. Party yeah. rock anthem, party and rock. then it was like sorry for partying too hard or something, and then that was it. I gotta look it up because it, it to me it's it's hilarious. And if they ever release like another album, it will be tragic. Yep. So Neil Druckmann is the guy in charge at Naughty Dog, and he's the one that wrote The Last of Us. So The Last of Us Part 2, and that came out in 2020, uh, uh, the game leaked shortly before release, a you know, completed version of the game, but it leaked nevertheless. And pretty much the whole game came out and the whole story was out there before the game was officially released. And that was a big thing because now like people had spoilers and I, I avoided them. I'm so happy I did. I somehow did not have that game spoiled for me uh, before it came out. I knew I had predictions about what was going to happen and all those things ended up happening and I didn't need to have the game spoiled for me to find that out. Uh, but Neil, Dr- now, now you've got to not spoil it because the last of us is coming out on HBO and it'll be interesting so, to see how, and the people that never want, never played the game are going to, you know, you're like, well, it was a video game. Came. I was like, I don't play video games, man. It's fucking let me have it. All right. So that'll be interesting. Well, at this point, if they're going by the first game, like it's been out for eight years, like the, the, the window of time to avoid spoilers is dwindling. And that's, and that's assuming they stay exactly true to the game. Sure. You, will, you know, sure. or is it just a jumping off point? I don't know anything about either of those games. 
And I just, I assume the spoiler sure. of the second speaking, one. Speaking of that, are they, are they remastering it for PC? Yes. The Last of Us? Okay. Yeah, it, we talked about that last time, right? Yeah, I didn't realize it wasn't coming out alongside the PS5 version. It is coming out, though. Um, it, I, I Probably, like, at least six months from now. It might not even come out this year. But it, it is in development. It is happening. Sorry, Eventually, I just, I, you will get to play it, Mike. Eventually, you'll get to experience it. Eventually, you'll get to experience the orange line being fucked in a video game because part of the first level takes place on the orange line and it's an absolute. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know that. Stop. I know that crackhead. (laughs) Uh, Nate. I was just going to confirm that uh, the LM FAO. First album is Party Rock, and then the next album is Sorry for Party Rocking, and then they broke up. <laughs> so, like, there's something that's the best about that. But all right, now you you talked about the Orange Line. Let's talk, let's talk about the Orange Line fucking over my show. No, I'm just kidding. So, well, hey, they fixed it, right? Yeah, it opened as of yesterday, right? Yeah, right. Well, I heard that there's permanent uh, street like redirects now because of the Orange Line being open now. Too little, too late. Like, I had a comedy show in Boston, and it got derailed. <laughs> that was that's poor taste. Uh, I, it sounds like they were able to do well, though. Like with the buses, and and, and now they're planning on doing it to the red line and the green lines. Are those? They should. I know the <laughs> is the the red line needs. It. I don't. What about the green line? Uh, well, the green lines. I mean, the green lines are more exposed to the elements for a lot longer. So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing that they had to take care of them more, but I think they should just bring back the a line on the green line. As soon as they got rid of it 20, 30, 40 years ago and let us dry, you know, ride all the way down uh Alston rock city. Look, I had to walk. That's all I, I got to say. I got to take the green line tomorrow. So I'll let you know how, how all things right. are. I'll, I'll let you know how my experience is with that. Especially since there's protests planned tomorrow from some environmental group, and they're planning on like blocking highways. What are they? Uh, what are they bitching about this time? Oh, the legit? Fuck no. The, the sky. Yeah. The earth not being round. Yeah, that's a big Who problem. Those flatters. Uh, before we wrap this up, uh, so Neil Druckmann, who wrote The Last of Us, he went on Twitter and he didn't specifically address his two Rockstar games, but he said. To my fellow devs out there affected by the latest leak, know that while it feels overwhelming right now, it'll pass. One day we'll be playing your game, appreciating your craft, and the leaks will be relegated to a footnote on a Wikipedia page. Keep pushing. Hey, keep making That's true. Uh, that, you know what? That is true right there. That's a leader. Yeah, I like Neil Druckmann. He's a, he's a, he's a good egg. He, he, hey. he wrote himself a fine game, a fine couple of games. Neil Druckmann, Neil Gaiman, all good people. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, debatable. Neil Young, <laughs> debatable. Uh, Sam Neil. Neil Armstrong, awesome. Neil yeah. Fallon yeah. from Clutch. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Uh, Neil Diamond. Yep. yep. We're circling back, I guess. <laughs> Diane Neil from Law and Order Special Victims Unit, who's a fat mess now. God, that is, that is... That she she went from being an airplane to a tower on fire. God damn. Look at look at like look up Casey Novak from SVU and then look up like a picture of, of this lady now. Oh, good Lord. 
Isn't the janitor from Scrubs a uh, Neil? Oh, uh, you're right, and I can't remember his name. I'm, but you're right. Uh, Neil Flynn. Neil Flynn. Yeah, of course. What was yeah, that our show? Lines were ad libbed. What was that our show he was on with? Was it Patricia Heaton? Was her name? Uh, the middle. The middle. Yeah. Okay, I knew I had middle in it, and the only thing that was coming to mind yeah. was Malcolm in the middle, but that wasn't it. Yeah. I just remember that there was that ugly kid. Yes. With the head, and he would repeat everything he said. He was like Johnny two times. Atticus Schaefer. Yeah. The papers. Get the papers. All right. Uh, we'll break. We'll come back. We'll talk about, oh, God, who the hell knows what. Oh, TikTok, which I've avoided this entire time. He didn't miss anything. Yeah, Nate, thank you for the thank you for the visual teaser. <laughs> yeah, for those who are listening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, stick around. We'll be right back. You know what happens when you leave a pound of raw hamburger meat in, in a car in the summertime? You are listening to Hardly Focused. This podcast contains explicit content. You are listening to Hardly Focused. Belviv DeVoe was one of the offshoots of uh, New Edition. You know who else was in Johnny... Uh, is like fucking say it and give it away. You know who else was in New Edition? No, who? Johnny Gill. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize they were doing two nights in a row in Boston. They're playing right now, New Order, with Pet Shop Boys. As we speak. At that goddamn pavilion that I don't like to go to. Whatever it's called now. Whatever bank owns it this year. Uh, we're Hardly Focused. Mike Terrar, Nate Fillers, Jack Gill. You can get us at HardlyFocused.com. We're on uh, your favorite podcast app. We're on YouTube. Just search all those places for Hardly Focused. There's a trend going around that I, I just want to preface this by saying it's so nice and in just so relieving that once again the worst thing that we need to worry about is doing some dumb shit that someone on tiktok told you to do because during covid all i wanted was to go back to complaining about vapes and menthol cigarettes and the dangers of both and and uh the the fda warning us against ingesting tide pods Oh yeah. So now, 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 Nate, as you said to me before we started recording, he said to me and Mike that this trend is not necessarily new. No, I, I've seen it before, but apparently it hasn't gained the same traction before. Okay. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. Okay. I heard about it like a f- couple of years. Uh, I maybe at the start of the pandemic. That's it. Yeah. Because like, like that's when people were buying a lot of NyQuil. That's when uh, people were most bored. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 60 days in, you're like, I'm not leaving there. Let's do some stuff. But apparently it's now a bigger problem, which is, I guess it's awesome. I mean, better than than par cooking your chicken. I'll I'll say that. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Uh, According to NBC News, cooking chicken in NyQuil is dangerous. According to the the FDA, 
citing a video posted on TikTok. Says the people that cook meth. So, you know, let's be, you know. Sure. I'm, uh, I'm so strange to me. Who who looks at a bottle of NyQuil and it's like, you know what? That tastes good. Um, <laughs> is there I any, want that. Is there any medicine, like any over-the-counter medicine that actually tastes good? Mm, it depends on, uh, you know, how you roll. But yeah, it's good stuff, man. Okay. Back in the Triamenic. 90s. Triamenic. That's, that's, a good that's where right I was there. going, but they discontinued it. What's yeah. it like? What is kills that? you or something? I don't know. <laughs> it I don't kills know. you. <laughs> I don't know. There was like this orange, like allergy. I think it was the allergy one, and it was like it's orange. Tri- still exists. Does it? Yeah. They just got rid of the orange one. Now it's like grape and cherry. Oh, okay. But the orange one rocked. Oh, the, oh yeah. But but it did something. It was like people. high C. I was like drinking high C, basically. It was. It was like really good. It I was like sugary, yum yum, good juice. <laughs> Just drinking it regularly. Give me some of that yum yeah, yum. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I that see- I could see dipping in some chicken. Get some orange oh, chicken. Some orange, orange chicken in there. Orange <laughs> triminic chicken. Side of rice right there. Absolutely. Hell yeah, dude! I would eat that. Even though, that? like, I know no, that's now minic chicken, you. man. That's minic chicken. Yeah, dude, bring it back. I'm ready. <laughs> but like. I so I have a bottle of NyQuil here and like it just doesn't smell like something I would want to linger in my mouth more than maybe five seconds. Maybe that's even pushing it. I yeah, I all all cough medicine doesn't matter what the brand is. Even um is it Delson? That's the stuff that like is supposed to for like really, really bad coughs. Mm-hmm. That stuff just tastes like chalk. Uh, Pepto is disgusting. Uh, I seem to recall enjoying the taste of amoxicillin, but I'm also allergic to that. That makes it it's exciting. exciting. <laughs> the forbidden fruit. Yeah. What there was like the no- notorious pink fluid that tasted like bubble gum, and I never never knew what it was, but I just remember like growing up thinking that it was Pepto Bismol. Cause like it was the only other pink thing. Right. And I was like, and then when I first had Pepto-Bismol, I was like, this is not bubblegum. <laughs> this is not is, the same thing. This is street chalk. <laughs> it I, is liquid chalk right there. Have you ever yeah. thrown up Pepto-Bismol? Is it black? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, here's the thing. Whenever I throw up, I keep my eyes closed. Oh, because it's I probably don't probably black. I don't want to look at what I just did. So the reason why oh, I say no, no, that, no, man, you got to enjoy. You do. You got to look fruits, your labors. No, dude, I don't. There, 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 there are some things in this world that I make that I enjoy looking at. And then there's vomit and it's just it's not happening. I'm not doing it because it's going to make, make sure me sick and blood. it's going to make me puke again. Well, yes, bismuth can react to sulfur if there's a sulfur in your tract and that will turn uh, your puke or your poop black. Yeah, that's what I was getting at, because yeah. uh I once it happened, right? I I just talked about this today with my dad. It's really weird that we are talking about it right now. But um because we broke your house. I had um I had GERD. I still have GERD. Um that's like the gastrointestinal disease where like you get acid reflux really bad. Um okay. I fell asleep after like you know eating something and I woke up in the middle of the night like with the worst heartburn. So I went down and I had some Pepto-Bismol and I'm thinking, okay, there's no sugar in this. It's fine. Like I'm just passing it back out. Cause like, you know, when you wake up from not feeling good, 
you just want to go right back to sleep. Sure. So I, so I took the cup, drank it, fell asleep, woke up and my mouth was pitch black. I was like freaking out. I was like, what the hell? I had no idea that it turns black. Yep. Like as if I had bitten into a permanent marker. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Am I dying? I thought I was dying because like I just had acid reflux and I was like, that's that's pretty much dying. So like <laughs> this is the next step. This is stage two of dying. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't think I've ever. Yeah, I, I if I've gotten sick from uh, Pepto, I've never looked at what it was like, what it looked like after the fact. Fair. I haven't, unfortunately, yet. I'll let you know. But I puke like a pro, so. <laughs> yeah. So, knock on wood, I've been living in this house for six years. I've never thrown up in this house before. Oh, challenge accepted. <laughs> now that I say it, it's going to happen, but uh, I know I never have. I uh, am I going to have a full meal of sauerkraut and bratwurst, and I'm going to like literally hermetically seal you into your bedroom. And I'm just going to pipe my farts in there all day long. Say hi, hi, Sebastian. Hello, cat. I have cats, too. They're not allowed in this room. Sebastian just jumped there anyway. Oh, I'm sure it was a free for all for the several days I wasn't here. But when I'm in here, though. Yeah, my cats actually enjoyed my company today because I was home. That's never happened before. And they still hide from Kate. Kate comes over to check on him and, and make sure they have food, and they still just hide yeah. behind the couch like a bunch of pussies. Literally. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Thanks, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nate. I appreciate you. Jokes. <laughs> uh, so NBC News says, the warning, part of a broader FDA update published Thursday about, quote, social media challenges, references a video that a TikTok user posted last year uh, that shows him frying two chicken breasts in the cold and flu medicine, being NyQuil. In the video, which went viral but appears to have been taken down, the user flips the meat with a flat iron hair straightener. <laughs> Priceless. <laughs> you, think that, you think that'll be hot enough to cook? Uh, to cook a chicken? I mean, technically, as long as, as, long as something is more than, what, 150 degrees? technically that carries enough heat and and let me tell you you can burn the shit out of yourself with any hair product yeah sure oh my just God, have to yeah. cook the outside right or is it yeah it's just like steak right steak tartare just cook the outside of the chicken yeah yeah it's like it's but ground works out ground beef and ground chicken are different because yeah like, no man i love my chicken rare <laughs> oh my god the, the the thing that like oh i can't believe people are posting that like the weird shit that people do on tiktok like there's putting your what is it with chicken and and tiktok they're like okay you gotta try this pork yeah you gotta try medium rare chicken it's real good and then it's like oh you gotta dip your chicken in nyquil and cook it in nyquil like what is it about chicken that because chicken is like one of those like it's a plain base to start with and, and you just add to it to make the flavors, you know, that's why I think that's what it is. Yeah. Look, I was, and a lot of people just like chicken. 
I was told uh, a while back that uh, I've, I've missed an opportunity to get on TikTok and to put this podcast on TikTok, but like I've avoided that for so long and I want to continue to avoid it. I think it was me that said that too, because like TikTok is great. <laughs> it wasn't you, but you're probably, you might have said that in the past. You might yeah, have told I mean, me in the past to do it. And I think I told you, no, uh, no, it was Becky that told me, hey, why, why aren't you doing this? And I'm like, screw you. That's why. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, it gets like a bad reputation, but it actually is decent, except for the people who are like, hey, cook your chicken in NyQuil. That's why I'm not on on TikTok, because I'm going to do shit like that. Yeah, fair. There's like also a bunch of like school challenges that got like it was on the news. Like, I can't remember. People were like slapping each other or something. You know what I would do? I would, a lot of stupid shit. I would, I would like, I would go into just like a like my old high school, for example, and I'd be like, "Yo, it's your boy," and I just broke into my old high school. How many times can I pull the fire alarm in one day? And we'll see how long it takes before I get arrested. Oh wait, no, it's twenty twenty two. See how long it takes before I get shot. <laughs> if it was anywhere now, if it's in Texas, uh, four hours. Can you imagine if that <laughs> certain individual we went to school with uh, showed up with uh, <laughs> the guitar case nowadays? Like, so <laughs> somebody that we, yeah, we went to school with Ricky Duran. I'm just, I, I, that's like we went to high school with a celebrity. I will name drop him and tell that story because that's just like that is the sure. best fucking story. And I'm sorry, Ricky. I'm sorry if you don't want that story following you, but that's what anyone from our town is going to remember. It's such like a weird story. Yeah. And like, he's such like a, a nice guy that it's just strange that it happened to him. Mike, do you, do you know the story? I, I do not. Okay. So, uh, Nate, you weren't even there for that. You, you, you graduated already. <laughs> yeah. I just heard about it. Cause that's all the town was talking about. Yeah. It was my, it was my senior year and Ricky graduated with me. So, uh, Ricky shows up for school late one day and he decided to sneak in through the gymnasium entrance so he wouldn't get caught. Uh, cause like, you know, you're, you're late a certain number yeah. of times and then they suspend you or whatever. So. He tries to sneak in. Now he's a he's a musical virtuoso, so he always came to school with his guitar, and he had his guitar in its case, which he had slung over his shoulder. And as he's just waltzing in through the back door and down the hallway, some idiot then goes and says, "Hey, someone is in the school with a gun." They saw the guitar case and thought it was a weapon, so they put the school on lockdown for two hours and had to comb through uh, every classroom, and it was a big to do. And then they found out it was just poor Ricky. Showed up for school late with his guitar. The ultimate like got caught. <laughs> like, <laughs> but the and I and I'm sure it's now since changed. But the the lockdown code back then was uh, the principal would get over the intercom and say, "Mr. Goodman, please come to the office." I forgot about that. Holy crap! That's like a blast from the past. And there was no Mr. Goodman. They just made up a name, but that was the code. Saul Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> what? Else? Like, but why pick like <laughs> Goodman as as the sign for hey y- y'all might die. Bad guy. There's a I bad mean, guy because you can't just be like bad guy. <laughs> bad guy, come to the office. No, you know, lock this shit up now. <laughs> Done. School shooter, please come to the office. <laughs> Fucking come up with some creativity for what, uh, Mr. Klebold, Please come to the office. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Too soon. So we're we're all just sitting around like 
Mr. Goodman, please come to the office. We're all like, now, okay, that means now we got to lock the doors and turn the lights off and sit around with a thumbs up our asses waiting to die. Yep. America. Death didn't happen. I was in the auditorium. I don't know why I was in the auditorium. I was cutting class. I was supposed to be in uh, my video production class with Fro and Kate, and for some reason, I was down in the auditorium, so I was stuck there for two hours just in, in like, a wide-open space, so if someone, you know, came in with a gun... Oh, that'd be the end of your boy. I know you got you to bob and weave, bob and weave. See, that's when you, so, that's when you want TikTok to be a little, yo, it's your boy and I'm about to get shot in the face. I want to go on a little side rant real quick because okay. there's something that bothered me about this world and it's Ricky Duran. Incredibly. <laughs> no, I, there was a, there was a pause, but it wasn't, it was a comma. It wasn't a period. Damn it. Listen. <laughs> Ricky Duran is such a talented guy and he's so nice, but like, God damn it. Is he talented as fuck? I've been asking myself for ages. How the hell has nobody figured this guy out? And then he gets on a show. Um, was it America? What, what one was it? The it voice, was the voice, the voice. So he gets on the voice and he goes all the way to the end. He got second. Yeah, he yep. got second place. Yeah, he's what like he almost, he's he almost on, fucking took the whole thing home. He's on Blake Shelton's team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and like there he is. He's in the spotlight, and then fucking pandemic happens, and like so all the, that touring and all that shit, like just goes down the tubes. Like I'm angry for him. I think he's still doing fine, though. I hope so. He deserves it because, like, I, I follow he's him. Yeah. Amazing. He put music out a few months ago. Um, when I had my audition at WXLO, they they all knew him. I was I was wearing my Ricky Duran shirt that day, and they <laughs> everyone there thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, he just good for a, him because, like, he's been doing he, the good work since. Well, the a, good work is that's not what i meant but you know what i'm saying he headlined the hanover theater in worcester that's that's a yeah yeah that's a big deal man i think yeah. he'll recover you know he's, i just want more for him yeah that's what i'm saying like because i don't know i'm sure I more for him. i'm sure it'll happen he's uh he he got he's gotten as far as he has yeah and that's like and if that's it man that's still really fucking good. Oh, it is. I just want more. When I mean, when Mike knows more, Mike knows who he is and he didn't grow up with him. Like we, so there we go. Yeah. Okay. That's my little tangent. Like, cause it's just bothering me that I like, dude, I've been wanting this kid to make it ever since I met him. I met him when he was like a little guy with a guitar and he played kryptonite by three doors down and he did it like perfect. And I was like, holy shit. That's such a bad song. I, uh, I mean, <laughs> that's such a terrible band. I hate Three Doors Down. Oh, yeah. what a, what an awful band! And their drummer Daniel Adair. Imagine g- getting a better offer to join Nickelback. Yikes! God, that's like, hey, I have dysentery. You know what would be really great right now? W- worse dysentery. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, that, no, you know, you know, what is it Gitmo? Whatever that prison is where they torture people, that's what they should be torturing. Hey, you know, today you're going to be listening to Three Doors Down on repeat. If you're if you're still alive by the time it's we come Azkaban. back, 
It's Azkaban. Oh, fucking good God. Not even just Kryptonite. All of their music is terrible. Put them on tour with Nickelback. Oh, and you know who you should just put there in the audience? Like every terrorist and every would-be terrorist. There you go. Why don't just play Easy Street on repeat? Too easy. I think we figured out what Jack's hell is. <laughs> All right. So I figured out how to make him puke. I got to <laughs> fart. And then I got to make him listen to Three Doors Down on repeat. And he'll literally like vomit. And if you make him see it, he'll vomit forever. Yes. You're right. It'll be like an endless loop. Yeah. Oh my God. It's going to be like a, um, like a perpetual motion machine. Yeah. We did it. Good work, Mike. <laughs> we found the gear. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, is this Three Doors Down? It is yeah. Three Doors Down. Ah! Oh. Well, now I hate the song. Come on, don't be that guy. Uh, you have to admit when like a band that sucks at least has one good song. Let's see. Uh, I mean, like Crazy Town has Butterfly. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't their song, though. That was Pretty was Little Diddy. Peppers. Yeah, that was Pretty Little Diddy. Yeah. Uh, Three hours down. Fans also like Seether, Hoobastank, Shinedown, Crossfade, Fuel, Default, Hinder, Creed, Daughtry, Twelve Stones, Dare Even Dead Man, Breaking Benjamin. Nickelback didn't come up on here, man. Some good bands actually came up on here. Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. Although I think Default, unfortunately, was discovered by Chad Groger. I think they're only famous because of him. I mean, even. Uh, Again, I'm going to become everybody's favorite in this episode. I would say uh, How You Remind Me is a great song. That album. Nickelback. Yeah, Silver Side Up is a good album. Unfortunately, it's just by Nickelback. Yeah, but still, I think How You Remind Me is a great song. And I, I, it's, I, you separate the artist from the artist, <laughs> you know? Does it bother you, Nate, as a drummer, though, the, the way that the snare sounds on that album? As long as it's not saying anger. No, well, that's a problem. There's too much yeah. ring on it. I mean, the only difference between saying anger and silver side up is that uh, Nick Vigadal actually put the wires up. There's problems with like a lot of albums that I really love. Like one of the greatest albums of all times is the first album that Mars Volta put out. And as great of an album as it is, I think Rick Rubin compressed the fuck out of it. Oh, fuck I think Rick Rubin. I don't like him, but like, I think like he, there's just something about it that just seems so like squashed and it just feels so limited. Oh, and I, I still love that album, but I like, I really wish they could remaster it and like, just make it sound more clear. Cause it just sounds flat. But like you can hear everything, but it's flat. Is that uh, D Loust? Yeah, that's okay. D Loust. The only thing that Rick Rubin does that I like is Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's uh, like his work is synonymous with their sound. All right, but I mean, not for nothing. I I have to say, the American uh, studio albums for Johnny Cash. That too. Okay, that too. But there's other things like the most recent Smashing Pumpkins albums. They sound awful because of him. I Yeah, I uh, everybody in the sound department when I went to school always thought really highly of him. I was like, why? Like his shit's garbage. Yeah. For the most part, I just don't like the way he does. But then again, I'm talking to like a 
bunch of people who love putting uh music at like all the way up and then like dialogue is down here so whenever you're watching movies like and people are like and then it's like like it like the levels are just awful because they tell you to put the music all the way up here and then put the everything else down here i'm just like that is nightmare because music is so fucking loud anyway tangent uh so the the three doors down song and i started playing i was confusing them with matchbox 20 oh i can see that (laughs) who i don't shockingly dislike i could see that uh but uh yeah josh klingoffer who's now rightly so a member of pearl jam but he was for shanti's replacement in the chili peppers for the the for about 10 years he publicly blasted rick rubin recently because Good. because of uh, the album i'm with you and the, the production of that I, know, I just think yeah so i guess to answer your question like it 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 does bother me sometimes but like i think there are so many things on like every album that you're like well yeah except saying <laughs> you can't forgive that snare drum it's really bad <laughs> to get the sound of the snare drum to sound like this you just gotta take the snare wires down it's really simple i mean to be honest i'd hate lars so who doesn't i mean i i might have a little bit to do with that too it's just like he's just like so pretentious and he's an asshole and i don't think there's any he's not even a great drummer he and he uses triggers so most drummers put their ride symbol right here but because i'm a good drummer i put my china symbol here dude did you know that there's like a metallica song and like a guitar hero uh, or a rock band rock band it's the one that has the drum kit and the intro has the triggers built in like you only hit it once but you hear like but like in the master mode you only have to hit this the I was playing it. I was like, oh my God, they put the triggers in. That's fucking hilarious. I just, <laughs> I just always enjoyed that there were Twitter accounts dedicated to the snare drum from St. Anger. <laughs> and they would just, there was one that responded to me once and they just like, it would, in all caps, just the word ping over and over. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There are a bunch of articles about this enemy. Uh, just there's an example uh x red hot chili peppers guitarist josh kling offer says rick rubin was a quote hindrance <laughs> does that mean he didn't have lips of an angel <laughs> get it uh, <laughs> that was a band called hinder <laughs> i saw them i saw them at uh the hampton beach ballroom yeah it sounds about right that's yeah. where they would go uh, with with the radio station, and I, th- thank God I didn't actually pay money to get into that. I was amazed that people were there. You you know the crowd that's there. Come on. Oh my God, the bluest of the blue collar women who think that they're attractive. Yep. Oh dear. Blood heavies and PBR everywhere. But I guess uh, overall, what we're saying is, yeah, don't cook your chicken in NyQuil. Because then you'll become Rick Rubin. Because then you'll become Rick Rubin. <laughs> and or <laughs> members of Three Doors Down and Nickelback. <laughs> yep. 
See, I warned uh, my new neighbors next door about the podcast. Like I told them, like, hey, like if you ever hear like random yelling from this room right here, like I do this podcast and, you know, just what we do. And knowing my luck, they're probably like big Nickelback fans or big three doors down fans or uh, hinder fans or all of the above. Probably. Yeah. Just knowing my luck. I have nothing but respect for them. They're the nicest people and they have the sweetest dog. But the first impression that they're going to have of me is like hearing me just yelling about how much I hate all of those bands. Fuck the Eagles, man. Fucking hate the Eagles. <laughs> all right. Um, Nate, any final thoughts? Um, we have seven years left on this planet. <laughs> that's being fucking generous too <laughs> i don't know i i it's oh, is it because a, of a pofos is that why probably okay there's a lot of things happening uh no this was fun i had a good good time it was a good chat i could do this more but like you but. gotta call it you gotta end sometime right because that's crazy to go forever yeah <laughs> thanks nate <laughs> like, like, i know I, I know i had a good time I, I thank you for having me on of course i'm glad you're feeling better i hope uh me too. Your, your plus one feels better thank you i will let her know all right uh mike any final yeah. thoughts from you uh drug your kids makes life a lot easier yeah there we go what you're rubbing yeah. uh you're rubbing hard no, liquor under just, the gums uh uh, we, we finally got them to eat some melanin gummies for the nighttime. Are they at like the minimum age for that? Or they just didn't oh, like it give before? Give it to them when they're fucking two if you want. Okay. No, if uh, he didn't, he wouldn't eat gummies for like a year. And so we're like, great. How the hell do we get him to get melanin in his system? Because otherwise it's like a fucking medicine, you know, like sh- shooter. Yeah. So finally we got him to eat some gummies. And so it's been, it's been tits the last two nights. Nice. <laughs> just hope that they don't develop like a uh, tolerance. Oh, then we'll start doubling up. Okay. There you go. <laughs> we'll keep going, baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, I don't know if this actually works, but I saw the, a meme of this today. And and if I ever have kids, for whatever reason, that's what I'm going to do. And I kind of do it already in front of adults. But if they're being shits and you're trying to take a photo of them and they won't smile, mm-hmm. just say the word diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Because then they'll poop, start smiling. Poop is, is like super popular for all mm-hmm. that that age group. Yeah. Uh yes. It's like yep. the funniest thing. Uh, like, oh my god! An adult said poop. Poop farts. Uh, poop farts. Dude, I mean, I'm 32, and flatulence is still the funniest fucking thing ever. <laughs> it's pretty good. Fart jokes will never go away. All right. Both kids appreciate the farts. Nice. I'm glad to hear that. All right, Nate. Thank you for being here, as always. Thank you for having me. Mike, thank you. Hey. All right. For the rest of you, thank you for listening. We'll talk at you next time. We love you, Jace. Feel better. See you. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Amortization may not have happened.